0: Hi everyone, it's Mike here again, and it is great to share with you a preview of our latest Moonshots Master Series. This series is where we collect all the wisdom that we've learned from over 140 plus shows. And what we do is we study a particular topic and we bring all the best clips and practices together so you get your own little masterclass. And what you'll get in each of the Moonshots Master Series is a show dedicated to your personal transformation, or perhaps to problem solving, decision-making, thinking better, all that kind of good stuff. Or lastly, it will be about leadership. Those are the three big buckets that all the Moonshots thinking fits into. Personal transformation, thinking better, and leadership. That's right. And we pick all of those great clips from superstars, entrepreneurs, and authors, and wrap it all up together. Now, you're only getting a preview of this. If you'd like to listen to the full show, get all the tools and all the goodies that comes with the Moonshots Master Series, visit moonshots.io, click on the members area and sign up, be our patron. It's only a dollar a week and you'll get a complete masterclass just for you every single month. So head over to moonshots.io and become a member. But for now, enjoy the show. Welcome to the Moonshots Master Series. It's episode number nine. I'm your co-host Mike Parsons, and as always, I'm do- joined by the man with a plan, Mr. Mark Pearson Freeling. Good morning,
1: Mark. Good morning, Mike. And man, can I say what a plan you and I have ahead of us today with episode nine of the Master Series.
0: We are going deep, Mark. We are going to go rigorous. But come on, let's share it. Where are we going today? Well, today, members and
1: subscribers, we are diving into the fascinating but pretty large concept of critical thinking and specifically the techniques, the tactics, and the benefits of doing what's called second order thinking. And Mike, it's fair to say, as we tease a little bit about what's to come, there's a lot of helpful tips and tricks and hacks and ways of thinking about second-order thinking coming up today, isn't there?
0: Indeed. This is all about, I think, making better decisions. And if I reflect on life, I've made some good ones, but boy, I remember the sum of the bad ones. Um, So I think it's fair to say, Mark, that we've all made a few bad decisions in our lifetimes.
1: Yeah, it's, it's a funny thing, isn't it? I, I, I believe not to get too meta within the first couple of minutes of our show, Mike, but we all have a tendency to sometimes remember the things that kind of went wrong or the decisions that we sort of regret or that we wish hadn't happened. But I think the truth is there's still lots and lots that we can learn from those, uh, regrets and mistakes, but more, more importantly, really is the act of making that decision can be explored. We can learn from, and we can get a little bit better at making those decisions. And
0: well, that's the whole—that's the whole thing, right? Like, sure, we make bad ones, but how do we make better ones, right?
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. So rather than thinking, "Oh, I'm stuck. I always make the same decisions. Why do I make such bad decisions throughout my life? Am I just a product of one after another bad decision?" The truth is, it's not fixed, is it? We've all got the the capability right. of learning uh, either how to roll with the punches or as we're covering today, utilize better tactics to make perhaps better decisions and be more rigorous with our thinking.
0: Exactly. And, and, you know, I think we're in a war against uh, time and lack of attention. I think all of these things make it harder for us to make better decisions. It makes it harder for us to take some time to examine it. So if we want to survive in the modern world, I think we need a way of going deeper, of more critical thinking, going into the second level, second order thinking, consequential thinking, the ability to truly analyze and look at the things on a long-term basis in order to make better steps in the short term. That's all in front of us in this show, Mark. And Mark, we've also got some amazing uh, uh, inspiration from famed investor uh, Howard Marks. I mean, Really looking forward to getting into that. We've got great philosophers. We've got some really practical kind of entrepreneurs giving their thoughts on how to do second-order thinking. We even have some two moonshot heavyweights in Jordan Peterson and Adam Grant all coming up in this moonshot master series. I think this is definitely a moment where you get the Red Bull, where you get the double espresso and get ready to go deep. Yeah, I couldn't agree
1: more. I think that idea of long term thinking is something that perhaps we've discussed and advocated on the Moonshots Weekly as well as our master series, but only today are we getting deep, getting into our classic comprehensive master series topics. So Mike, I mean, I, I'm raring to go. Can I can I kick us off? Let's Start thinking deeply. Fantastic. So, subscribers and members, and Mike, we have opening up our show today on second order thinking. The author, the investor, the uh, wow, a man who (laughs) was the chairman and co founder of Oak Tree Capital Management. He's very insightful assessments of markets, opportunities, risks. I mean, I couldn't sell him anymore, could I, Mike? Mr. Marks, author of The Most Important Thing, Uncommon Sense for the Thoughtful Investor. But specifically today, Mike, we w- I want to hear from Howard Marks, really getting us into the concept of second order thinking. And most importantly for you and our subscribers, how second order thinking can help us think
2: different from others. But the first chapter says the most important thing is second level thinking. If you think the same as everybody else, you're going to act the same. If you act the same as everybody else, you're going to perform the same. And that's not a very good performance uh, formula for being a superior investor. If you want to be a superior investor, you have to think different from others. You have to act different. And maybe then you can then you can have different performance. And then the only question is, is your performance different and right or difference and wrong relative to the average? But clearly, if you think the same as everybody else, you can't outperform. So you have to have... Uh, an organization which is based on what I consider second-level thinking, which is thinking different from others and better. So when my son was studying investing, and he would come to me and he'd say, Dad, I think we should buy Ford stock because Ford is coming out with a great Mustang, and they're going to make a lot of money. And I would say to him, My answer was always the same, because I feel by repetition, you can get your lessons across. So so my answer to him was always the same. Who doesn't know that? If Ford's going to come out with a great Mustang, and it's going to be a killer car, and it's going to make a lot of money, but everybody who follows Ford knows that, then that piece of knowledge is not profitable. So in order to outperform others, you have to know something they don't know. You have to look at things in a different way than they look at them. Second level thinking, different and better. And and just a, one brief example. The first level thinker says, this is a great company. We should buy the stock. The second level thinker says, it's a great company, but it's not as great as everybody thinks we should sell the stock. And that's the thing I hope you'll think about.
0: Mm, well, this wisdom is coming to us from somebody who is one of the top 500 most wealthiest people in America. He's worth, Mark, a cool $2.1 billion. So let's just remember this is coming from an oracle, almost a Warren Buffett-like sage. And what's interesting here is he made this really important distinction, which I think is really valuable. Well, who doesn't know that? Like, If everybody knows that, then it's not a, a special insight. It's hard to leverage opportunity from it. And you can almost imagine his poor son walking up to him, turning around after hearing from Howard and going back to his bedroom to work on it a bit deeper, i.e. going to second-order thinking, going deeper into it to find something that is a real insight that very few people no, Pretty interesting, pretty inspiring stuff, right?
1: Yeah, super inspiring. And we're going to revisit it and explore it and really tear it open throughout today's episode. That idea of thinking differently, more long-term or bigger versus that surface level response. And much like his son in the story is coming up to him and saying, yeah, Ford, Ford, bring our new car. Great. That's quite a, a surface level Uh, element, isn't it? And as we're going to explore today and really get into the guts and understand, when we can train ourselves to go that level deeper as Howard does, thinking about, well, everybody else knows it. What do I know that's different? That's where those investments or any decision-making in life really excels, isn't it? So we've got a lot ahead of us, Mike.
0: We do. And this idea of going deeper, going into second level or consequential thinking is is not only unique uh, to Marx, in fact, if you take another famed investor, Peter Thiel, first investor in Facebook, he says that, you know, secrets are actually really critical to success and, and he bases a lot of his success on, here it is, knowing and understanding important truths about the world that other people don't yet realize. Mm. isn't that good and it's very similar to what marx was just saying isn't it mark well yeah exactly you're right um
1: i think what's really interesting for me as i think about second second order and second level thinking and consequences is and it's important differentiation i think you don't necessarily choose a contrarian or unusual idea you're not intentionally working against the flow of things. You know, it's not saying, oh, I'm not going to invest in Ford instead I'm going to invest in Volkswagen. It's not going against the grain necessarily. It's just putting a lot more effort, a lot more diligence, I think a lot more hard work into making that decision. And therefore you become different from the rest or the lot
0: because you've done right. that extra level of work. And let me just build on that for a second. The reason it feels so contrarian is because so few people do second-order thinking. Exactly. Yeah. Right? So you've got the wisdom of the market. The market just chases what they think is hot. But the very best investors stand apart from that and they say, no, no, no. I'm going to find a good company that a lot of people don't realize is actually good. Those are the ones that make the, the real breakthroughs. So this is, you know, really setting the scene for second-order thinking, going deeper, going further, looking at the consequences, not just like, yeah, Ford's a good company, go deeper. Let's continue now on this journey into second-order thinking here on this moonshot shot master class i am so fired up we're going to hear from a guy called Yanis. he's got a great channel on youtube called time management and productivity and he's going to set the scene for second order thinking and something pretty exciting the future
3: second order thinking is when you think about how your decisions will influence your future actions rather than just immediate ones you might be saving money for holidays, but you walk in a store and there are shoes on discount that you always want to purchase. If you use first-order thinking, then you'll get the shoes. But if you use second-order thinking, then you'll think about saving money for a holiday, and that is more important for you. To better understand second-order thinking, it is important to understand second-order consequences. Every action that you take will have a consequence, and every consequence will have another consequence. So sometimes when you think you're solving a problem, you're actually creating another problem for yourself. Let's say you're starting a business on your own, and you decide to do everything by yourself, finances, selling, web development, etc. You think that by developing your own website, you're resolving a problem, and in addition to that, you're also saving some money. But the fact that you're doing everything by yourself is creating new and even bigger problem and that will affect your business in the future. Because you're busy all the time, you won't be able to focus on the business growth and expansion. From the first impression, it might look like a good solution to do everything by yourself, but ultimately that is not the best solution as it has second-order consequences. So be sure that you think beyond initial benefits and apply second-order thinking to make better decisions in the long run.